Hello and welcome to the Unofficial Controller Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast, episode 9, E3 baby, the E3 2019 preview, with me George, and as always joined by Tom, E3 Kratos reveal to my Mr. Caffeine. <laughs> How's it going? Alright man, I think uh, people should check out that Mr. Caffeine uh, YouTube video, if you don't know what we're on about. That guy, yeah they should mm-hmm. check him out. Tumbleweed rolled by on that, but once they've seen it and retrospectively revisit, they'll understand. They may give a sort of one millimeter rise of a smile. Tom, question that unlocks the show. People desperate to know what you've been playing. Uh, I've finished Days Gone. Finally, a fanfare for the man that's been yeah. up to having solo time with Mumsy. Yeah, how was it? Really good. Uh, I'd give it an eight point five overall. That's my score straight out the door. Tom, um, a.k.a. The Revisionist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a solid seven, I'm standing by that. <laughs> Done a bit of a U-turn. Done a bit of a U-turn on the game. Um, yeah, is, I think I, what I'd like to say is about it, it reminded me of when I finished Mass Effect 1. It's built that foundation of a world and characters and the gameplay, everything, that you just know they can make that next one just so much better. That's no disrespect to the first one. It's a great game. Really enjoyed it, but they've built those good foundations, and I think, and I'd like to hope Sony will give them another crack and make a sequel. And the bigger boys said they liked it, so you had to as well. Yeah, basically, this full U turn, <laughs> like, got bullied into it. Um, no, but um, hope other people are out there still playing it and yeah, I mean, finish it. When you and Mumsy went to the um, tabletop sale down at the village hall in aid of the church. <laughs> I hooked my unhooked myself from the med bay, crawled up, and had. You're not meant to get up there. I know I'm not, but I had a good five hours on days gone while you were down there oh. looking at cakes and uh, all that good stuff. And I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I did the mission with is it Iron Mike the guy's name? Iron Mike, yeah. Me and Iron Mike went to get uh, some information about something in the world. Oh, that's a great bit in the game. It was good, and it was the first time I, you know. I think I, Mike's a bit of a weird character because sometimes he looks good CGI and sometimes yeah. he doesn't. And, uh, <laughs> he's this, got like a weird shaped head, but he it's the hat that makes him seem even weirder. Yeah, um, he's got like a. He looks like Claptrap from Borderlands, but as a human. I, I would m- make a mix of him between Robert, Robert Muldoon from Jurassic Park and. Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, Captain Spaulding from House of a Thousand Corpses. So Google wow. those two and cross them, do some kind of bizarre cross-reference. And, and, and there, there is Iron Mike. So I did that. I'll tell you what else I've been playing trapped down here. I went on the Vita's Marketplace and oh. I grabbed myself, as we say in the Mighty Stingray. I secured myself a copy of Shakedown Hawaii. So this is a top-down GTA-esque game. Uh, Tom, what? A great little game. It yeah. comes in sort of snap sections, the missions do. Right, okay. So it feels a bit like Hotline Miami. Yeah. Just in the way it's quick paced. Is, like is this a sequel mission. or something that's in the same vein? I think it's a like pseudo-sequel. We talked about yeah. it in the news a couple of weeks ago. It's a mm. Retro City Rampage. Yes. And the game sees you, I believe, take... I haven't played Retro City Rampage, but this, the art style, uh, the story, it's hilarious. Like, this guy's done well in the 80s and now he's retired and he wakes up one day and his business isn't doing very well because yeah. of streaming video, which he thinks is a fad, and 
uh, portion size is shrinking, so he's trying to sh- he's catching up, so he's getting smaller packaging but charging more price. Okay. When he gets caught up in these things, like he tries to cancel like an online bill, and they put him through <laughs> all these different terms and conditions, and he's like, "This is great. I should implement it in my business." So then yeah. he goes off and he's like, "Make it so it's like really hard." And you like <laughs> play this mini game to set up the terms and conditions, like Tetris, where you're stacking up all these horrible objections on one side to the customer. Uh, there's a bit as well where you're trying to get on a TV show. So you, every so many missions, you end up going down the gym and doing this thigh master thing with this great big uh, dude who's teaching you how to get like big muscles. Yeah, uh, and it's just from from the start to the end, like the parody of it. I'm probably over halfway through it now, and I've loved every single minute of it. Cool, uh, great for a handheld. Yeah, I think it's coming to Switch. You definitely yes, I need think to it get is. that. Yeah, I think it perfect, especially if you've got a, a so, to go on. Good for the the quick pick up and play. Good for um, that. And at the yeah. same time, you're building an empire, and every day you get more money to buy more buildings, uh, and to basically just further your criminal empire. Great nice. little game. Recommend that. Yeah. If I was to jump off the fence, I'd slap an eight point five on that, Tom. Ah, seeing as that you did the it, score to go. To. I want to do it as well. <laughs> good man. Anything else you've been playing? Um, went back and dabbled a bit on Red Dead Redemption 2 um, and God of War just sort of I just like to revisit those worlds because they're so well made um, not been playing the Switch I'm going to come bit. around I'm, your game room and just rip all the shelves down because you've got no need for them you just need to have a space for those two games and you do and Overwatch of course oh yeah how could I forget? lest we forget have you got that physical uh, no I, I used to have so it what do you need physical on Xbox but I've oh. just got it digital on Playstation Embracing the future. Calls himself a fan. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> I've not played much on the Switch recently. Ooh. I feel like there's a bit of Is a... Is she gathering dust? Yeah, a little bit. I'm just... We're going to discuss this in the news shortly, but... It's I mainly what get... you use the Switch now to cuddle up with a blanket with Mummy on the sofa and watch, <laughs> a, watch a couple of Thomas Tanks. Yeah. Fortnite? No. Tom, no. I know the bigger boys listen to the podcast, but it's all right. <laughs> we'll say Apex Legends then. Bit of that. All right, yeah. I don't know if that's on the Switch. Make it more he's, he's seen grown up, yeah. A bit more bigger boy game. Yeah. yeah. Apex um, Legends. I don't think that's available on the Switch. I don't know where it'd run it. Maybe it would. Who well, knows? to that end, Tom, you don't think the uh, you don't think the Switch would run that? Yeah. Every week. We've scoured the very darkest regions of the internet to bring you the latest stories. Stories and stories. (laughs) First up, Witcher takes a leak. You want to lead off with that one, Tom? What's that all about? I will. Now, this is the one that caught us unaware. Witcher 3 has been allegedly leaked as an inbound for reveal at E3 for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Question is, is this another Red Dead for the Switch or is the leak true? And is the Switch capable? We know the Switch has done some incredible stuff, a la Doom, uh, Castle Wolfenstein. Yeah, some of that uh, Panic stuff. Panic Button, I think, is the company who do handle a lot of these ports. They've yeah. done some magic with the Switch, they really have. Um, and, well, will it be able to run The Witcher 3? Well, that's, uh, that was a good time to segue into that. Yeah. Well, I, look- well originally, this, this post has come about from a Chinese retailer, I believe, which got people thinking, is it like Resident Evil uh, 7 on the Switch where it's just going to be streaming? But then there's been box art leaked as well. So 
chances are this sounds like a full physical release Tom. of Witcher 3. Box art, mm-hmm. pass me the crayons. <laughs> that's not anyone can make those can't that's they not yeah. no I know uh, but the fans can dream can't they this is going back to the point that I was making with the Switches gathering a bit of dust a lot of these games with being lucky enough to own multiple consoles over this generation I've found I've played a lot of these games already and it's great for the Switch owners and obviously I had a Wii, Wii U effect. yeah it is Like is I've played so many of the Wii U ports so many of the ports from multi-format like that have been on ps and xbox it just makes my switch seem a little bit like i'm i'm hanging on in there for like your mario makers luigi's mansion um the the zelda remake stuff like that i just i really would like them to just throw something new out there i know we've had splatoon and arms and they've had some good games but I know I'm being impatient because there are only one studio at the end of the day. And That's I think true. sometimes people forget that. Um, but yeah, and also really like to see some like mature PlayStation-esque exclusive, but Nintendo's version. So well, we yeah, I hope, it, that, I hope we, um, yeah. after E3 I can get a little bit more hype for the Switch. But it's a great little machine. It's my handheld. So I, I never, I'm always going to keep it. And it's has some great multiplayer uh times on it so so while you're in your uh, mario onesie you better belt out that <laughs> next bit of news okay so bring me your sword and shield oh is this, this link is this is this zelda news is this uh, link? i'm afraid not for the zelda fans it's oh. uh yeah what it's is it gonna be so we've got a reveal uh for um pokemon go updates and various pokemon home pokemon cloud pokemon sleep pokemon wow, wage pokemon everything pokemon uh, lunch time so that that was uh released in like a pokemon conference they had recently but the interesting thing is we're going to have a small nintendo direct roughly about 15 minutes of new information um which will be out on wednesday june the 5th at 2 p.m uk time uh to watch the broadcast live or 6 a.m uh, Pacific time <laughs> or British sea time if you're a fan of the show. <laughs> uh, I snuck my, that little trick yeah. wire in the uh, in the script for Tom. He so just to British reconfirm that, it's a 15 minute Nintendo Direct solely for Pokemon Sword and Shield on Wednesday, June 5th, uh, 2 p.m. British British sea time. <laughs> and, and please, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll out then with um, a couple more bits of news. Death Landing, in a bountiful eight-minute trailer, which leapt from the, back, from the black goo baby in arms, showcasing what seems to be some cutscenes and definitely a large chunk of gameplay, and most surprisingly of all, as if we hadn't gorged ourselves enough, right at the end of the trailer, a release date, 8th of November there, for Death Stranding. I, I am so hyped for this. I came into the bunker, kicked the door down, waltzed in like Vince McMahon, and just laid down. You need to watch this trailer right now, right now. He did. He slapped uh, me in and the I made him made, made yeah made you put YouTube on and just made you watch it. Uh, I could see you were amazed as well, maybe or again skeptical. I it, it's eight minutes long. It was a big ask. Yes, um, it's bizarre for a reveal trailer to be that long. But then look, at his, his cutscenes are. Usually, and it, it snips and snaps all over the place. But I, de- I definitely like the ideas and the concept that I'm seeing. I was keener to see, as always, I am in these in these reveals, what's raw gameplay. 
and it was pretty obvious what was raw gameplay in that trailer. There was a section but, of him evading the guys and a bit fell off his bag. I've, I've noticed with like Horizon, Days Gone, God of War, when you see these cutscenes, but then if you like push the right stick and zoom into the character, I think those character models look just as good as they do in the cutscenes. Maybe not quite as sharp, but... I'm, not, I'm not denying the character models, but when you see... And that's sometimes why it's a little bit more jarring. I'm not here to. Do you think it's a perspective? I'm not here to poo on this game. No. But when you see the gameplay sections, the human controlled movements, you can see look a bit janky. Yeah. In the in the CGI, I'm, I'm with you. It looks really clear, and the models of the actual do, characters. Do you think are super no, that clear. that's because it's cut like a film in those cutscenes? Whereas when the gameplay, you know, that's a game because it's the third person perspective, and mm, it looks no. a bit clumsier than that, didn't it? It just I, looks, it just looked that's how it was. I'm not offended by it. I've played I think, worse. I think the most exciting thing is the fact it's coming this year, and that's obviously going to the be there. Like the that's going to be their big shaking. tentpole title for the for the Christmas. Uh, holiday period. Well, that's the game we're working towards now, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, um, I mean, eighth eighth um, of November for that twenty nineteen is well, just. I think that's probably put paid to rumours of Last of Us two this year. So, I, guess. I think we'll get Death Stranding. And Tom, last bit of news: we're very excited about this. We've got ourselves a sponsor, so it's timely. This one, Tom, this week's sponsor. Andrew's Golden Cod in Doncaster. The finest fish and chips in Doncaster. <laughs> for Newton Lane, Doncaster. They've only gone and got themselves 4.6 out of 5 on Google. And they're nice sponsoring... work, Andrew. Oh, there you go. And uh, <laughs> they're sponsoring this little piece of news, the Cod Reveal. <laughs> Here we go, then. Gilly up one more time, because it's time to take aim on the yearly Cod Reveal. It'll be out on the 30th of May at 10am, PM, PT... 1pm ET and 6pm BST. Now, a lot of you are probably wondering, BST stands for British Summertime. No, it doesn't. Not here. As far as Tom's concerned, it stands for British Sea Time. And that's how we're (laughs) going to refer to it on the show going forward. It's rumoured to be a soft reboot of the Modern Warfare take on Call of Duty. Well, thank you to Andrew's Golden Cod for sponsoring us. If you're ever in the area, um, be sure to mention our name and you'll probably get... Nothing. Some scraps, maybe. I was going to say. Some scraps, I think. Andrew's a good old boy. I think he'd throw in a little shooter scraps. Yeah. Just to bolster up your meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what other people call them. I do believe they've got names. Oh, they are, haven't That's they? That's going to start I always sound scrumps, yeah. scraps, I, scrimpies. I look at people gone out when I hear that, and it's like, you mean scraps? Give us a bag of scabs. It's a bit like scone and scones. Wait, this is scone two different scones. words. It's yeah. not different. No, they're different. I'd say scone, but I know people who would say scone. I know, but we're talking about the difference between scraps, scrumps. Yes, as scraps, in like a completely different word. Gizmos. Gizmos. Doodle-doos. Doodle-doos. I've made some of those up. <laughs> Everything after scraps. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tom, let's talk about the cod reveal before we let the magic yeah, die down. Yeah, yeah. Once again, thank you to Andrew's Golden Cod in Doncaster. Be sure to check them out if you're feeling hungry. I don't think we've mentioned Andrew's Golden Cod enough. Tom, you're a seasoned professional, aren't we? We've yeah. mentioned Andrew's Golden Cod. <laughs> well, I did open his time. shop for him. Did the ribbon cutting and everything, so... Mm, he did think you were someone else. Who? He thought you were um, Howard from the Halifax adverts. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know the glasses are the same. He's but... a big fan of the show now. And we've we've secured the sponsorship deal. Out yeah, of it, let, so let's uh, let's quit while anyway, we're ahead with that. On this serious gaming news show, we're not one of these people that sidelines off down bizarre jokes. Did we miss anything? Do you have an opinion or take on the news that we missed, Tom? If we did miss something, and the collected masses want to know how to get in contact with us, pray tell that those post-its that Munzee <laughs> has literally covered you in with her bestest handwriting full of the show's contact details, either on social <laughs> media or through the media of email. Tom, how would they do that? Uh, you can reach us on questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com or you can direct messages on Instagram or Twitter. So please get in touch. We're always grateful of the feedback. Um, yeah, be good to hear from you. That's great. You read that upside down as well, because yes. Wendy stuck that on his knee. She didn't yeah. know her left from right, upside down, or right way up. He's done that. Up, and down, left, right, A start. One thing we Name the say, cheat. Tom, is this show would literally be nothing without the loyal listeners that we've already gathered. Yes. These people help build the features, listeners, Stingray. They keep us going. They keep us feeling good about ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we can hopefully keep making good content for them. Yes. And they leave after the end of the podcast feeling mediumly satisfied <laughs> with their gaming news. With a bag of scraps week. and some golden cod. He's had his money's worth now. <laughs> okay. This Everything you give him from here on in is a free. Well, he might have offered me some extra like pro- well, if he had, promo work. Tom, if he had... Me and Howard from Halifax are opening a um, supermarket just down the road from Doncaster. Let's pull this back on topic. Okay. If Andrew had maybe had a little bit more money, he could have sponsored this week's feature. The E3 2019 feature. This week's feature is discussion about E3 2019. As always, we reached out to the listeners and they reached back. So interwoven into our discussion, we'll bring in prominent thoughts or questions by you guys. Tom, this week, the bunker door literally fell off its hinges with letters and thoughts and emails the green screen's been on fire. Yeah. We've tried our best to include everyone's wishes, dreams, and memories. But if we've missed you out, it's not on purpose. And at some point in time, some of you have come up with such good submissions that we could just swing a whole show around those. Yeah, so absolutely. keep the content coming. We'll do a shout-out for everybody that got in touch with us as best we can. Sometimes it's not always easy to put in, so we've tagged people yeah. together and done other bits. But please... <laughs> Take a seat as we take a trip down memory lane. First, a bit of history. What is E3, Tom? Uh, Well, the name is an acronym of Electronic Entertainment Expo. First held 24 years ago. Time flies. I know. On May 11th, 1995 in uh, LA's Convention Centre. They were halcyon days at the time. And this show was for schmoozing retail bigwigs and wowing with cutting-edge tech, all aimed at vying for shelf attention and come time for the red-suited guy to drop down the chimney who owned Christmas. Yeah. This year, Tom, Sony aren't going to be there, going the way of Nintendo by using online reveals to highlight new game releases. The focus seems to be drifting, but the granddaddy of them all still has some bite. If you've got something to say... There's no better stage. Now, Tom, we covered that in previous shows, haven't we? E3, yes, we have. Um, Sony's lack of E3 this year and their state of play, like yeah. a new way. 
Is this detracting from E3? Uh, in in five years' time, question. Will E3 exist? Yeah, I think so. Like you say, it's still the big daddy, isn't it? It's the WrestleMania, it's the Super Bowl. It is, Bowl, yeah. It's the FA Cup final, it's the World Cup final. But it happens yearly. Yeah. It's a big event. It is. I still think it's going to pack some punch. They're going to want to show what they've got coming out in the lead up to Christmas and uh, sort of holiday season. And as and as that um, as that release schedule's changed, and the and the way things have changed, it's it's not just for the big wigs now, Tom, is it? No, it's not. Things have changed. Um, they let anyone in these days. Literally, you, me, anyone could get a ticket to E three and walk among the gods. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. Or is it? Was it better mm. when we couldn't get in? What, like a sort of secret society? The grass is always or, greener. You can only yeah. have a little look through this window. But then a lot a, a lot of those big reveals they've had have um, been with a massive fan audience. So right. w- would we watch them at home on the internet and, and sort of believe the hype sort of thing when... You're seeing people cheering, getting really excited. Yeah, but they can preload an auditorium with anybody, can't they? I suppose they could, yeah. I mean, literally. So, there's going to be some big reveals, no doubt, at E3 2019. But will they stand up to some of the classics over the years? Mm. Like? Sony, 1995, with the 299 mic drop that they performed on Sega. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, also, I like the Fallout 4 was a good one. E3 2015. It was, yeah. Is that a no well? We're working on Fallout 4. Oh, that's <laughs> incredible. Looks great. Oh, yeah. by the way, it's out later this year. But, yeah, oh, I my think goodness. those ones always carry a bit of weight. It's a bit like Death Stranding today. Yeah. It's like when they drop that release and it... In your head, you're thinking, oh, 2020, or obviously back in this case, it was going to be a lot of later. Course, yeah. Um, so when they drop, it's going to be in that year, the same year E3 is happening. It's just like, wow. It just makes you more hype for it because you know you're going to have it in your hands by Christmas. Have you got anything that you think is a favourite? Have you got one? Yeah, definitely for me, Nintendo's 2004 uh, E3 press conference when... Um, Sort of right before the end, Reggie drops the first trailer for Legend of Zelda: Twilight Princess, yeah. and the place just went crazy. It, it did. Um, it it just looked like the Zelda game we'd wanted after Wind Waker and before Wind Waker. The I mean, I boys. love Wind Waker, but we wanted um, the bigger boy Zelda. Yes, we did. Um, just that. I remember it played the trailer played with the the Conan music, Conan the Barbarian playing in the background. And I was just like, "What's this that, game? Yeah, but that what what is this game?" You. That was them trolling you. You want bigger boys, Elder? Yeah, you can have it. And then I I remember I I, I had the trailer on a, a magazine disc, uh, N six uh, not N sixty four game, Nintendo Gamer magazine Nint- or something like Nintendo official magazine or something. Yeah, and it came with the E three trailer. I remember watching it numerous times and that first shot of like, you kind of think, is that Link on the... Yeah, it is. And then that reaction, fan reaction to seeing that was just crazy. talking of fan reactions, Tom, Odders, good friend of the show, made himself known to us as always. Yes, and he says, big memories. Number one, PS4 upstaging Xbox One at the 2013 unveiling. Uh, This is how you share a game on PS4 skit, if you remember it. (laughs) Yes. The Twilight Princess reveal, much like you, Tom. Yeah, good man. And the uh, 
the one that we opened the show with. The God of War Kratos emerging from the shadows made me lose my mind, much like the auditorium, said us. Um, odd as UK. See, I've got a good thought on, good memory, should I say, of the oh. God of War Kratos swarm. Yeah. So I didn't really see that as, a, as an Xbox gamer at the time, so yeah. I didn't really pay much attention to it. I don't even, I don't even know why I watched it. But then after sort of getting the PS4 and thinking, oh, that's one game I do want, God of War, because I've heard it's going to be good. I then went back and watched the E3 reaction trailer yeah. after, well, just when I got the game and it kind of got me hyped again for it. Um, <laughs> just, yeah, like, that that's how you build a trailer. That trailer reveal. is like your... Like little... The whole build-up, they played, like, the music, they had a proper uh, classical orchestra, um, and I don't think people knew what they were going to be seeing, did they, originally? So, so that's your God fantastic. of War little blue pill, the one that you pop yes. when you want to get a little bit excited. Yeah, I go back and rewatch that, that before, before I play the um, game. Before we move on, Odder's fan of the show as he is, it's moments like this that make him sad we won't have Sony there. Now that's a continuing yeah. theme here. Yeah. I think people like to see the big three get it on. Yeah, um, it, it does feel weird not having one of the big three there, doesn't it? It, it does. is a shame, but hopefully well, next year. Tom. The big day this year kicks off June 11th and goes on till the 13th in its inaugural venue. It's coming home, Tom, to the Los Angeles Convention Centre, 24 years on. But no, 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 no. The party starts with the EA Play kickoff event, Friday the 7th of June at the Hollywood Palladium. Here the press and lucky folk with a ticket will get hands-on with the publishers. Incoming hits, and then before the doors open on Tuesday, expect keynotes with it looking like Microsoft could be first out the gates and the others following on after, barring any surprises. So, I'll just cut in there, sorry. I Go think on, with the EA Play kickoff event, and they've always seemed to be first, it's almost like a an E3 pre-show type thing to, to start getting people excited. And as fans, E3 can't start soon enough. What, like, so, the, like WrestleMania pre-show? Like Al Snow? Yeah. <laughs> the Bam, Job Bam Squad. Yeah, yeah, the Job Squad. But usually they've got something good up their sleeve. Um, but first off, we're, um, we're basically going to do an overview um, of the runners and riders this year. Yeah. Um, we've sort of already scanned over a few of them. Yeah, but um, let's, 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 this is a place to touch on it, Tom. Let's uh, swing off it. Yeah. Let's give them the names. We've got Microsoft. Yeah. And we've got EA. Um, there's also Nintendo. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe Sony. Sony. We've got some parentheses there. There's going to be something Sony-flavoured there of some... Yeah, whether size. it be third-party or... Indies, the lot. I'm sure there'll be something. Yeah. Ubisoft. Uh, Bethsaida and Square Enix. Wow. Okay, Tom. First up, who's your hot pick from those? Um, I'll lead in first. We've got Microsoft. Whoa! So we're expecting something big from them. They've bu- uh, they've booked a um, a two hour slot as well, and I think they'll fill that. Now, people, we can't we can be proven correct here. A few weeks ago, I said that we're going to see the big boy. Next gen Microsoft Xbox. Yeah. I think you're right. It's a big. This is a big Tom. This is their big moment. Yeah, don't, especially Sony not being there. It's it's theirs for the taking. Isn't don't it? mess this up. I had Bill Gates was on the phone to Mumsy. What's he? Says, he? If you blow this twenty this twenty nineteen preview, he might shut the internet down. Wow. Yeah. Gone. 
No Stingray's boot. Nothing. Nothing. No. Back to the dark ages. No. Okay, so um, Microsoft keynote time, Sunday, June 9th at 1pm Pacific, 4pm Eastern, and 9pm British Sea Time. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how many times we're going to hear that this time. It's never going to... For me, personally, never going to get boring. Okay. So, Microsoft is the only one of the big three console makers that's definitely going to E3 2019. What strange times we're living in. Very strange. How very strange. But hey, we've said it before and we'll say it again. This clears the stage and sets Microsoft up for a big time to steal the show and the coming column inches post-show. So we'll have Anola Gay because the Yanks are preparing to take it to the Japanese all over again to avenge the bloody nose from the era of battles between the PS4 and Xbox One. Controversial, that, Tom. But, yes, you know, yes. Said uh, it. I, I was wondering where that was going. Um, so, so we expect <laughs> Me too. I was a passenger on the journey. You were in charge of the wheel, friend. Uh, so we expect the big one, Xbox codename Project Scarlet, and it might be the reason why Sony has gone off to high. Now we're expecting big things from that console. I mean, bold words there, Tom. I mean, Microsoft basically declaring nuclear war on poor old uh, Sony there. Yeah. And Nintendo. Definitely. Um, <laughs> Their country mates. I, yeah, I think uh, they're going to come out swinging. Um, to that end, Mrs. Creamy Crayon and a similar comment from uh, kvn.edm I've heard that name before let's call him Kevin Kevin uh, how mind blowing the launch of the Xbox One was she wishes she could see a Switch Mini but a must see for her is the as always is the Microsoft conference mm. her dream is that they will announce a remake of Croc in the same vein as the latest Crash remake uh, you scoff. Croc's got its fans I was going to say you just hang on a minute now just because you had to poo poo it because the bigger boys, uh, you know, might yeah. comment about it. But there's some playability there. In the early days of the 3D platformer trying to break the meniscus of the surface there, something had to break through. And Croc was one of those sort of charge of the light brigade guys. He was up there. So that's uh, fair play, Mrs. Creamy Crown. Uh, we're not sure if there'll be any Croc, but uh, more retro games wants a sequel to the Crash remake already. And hopefully by, well, hopefully, we don't think we're going to hear of a Crash Remake 2 no. sequel to the remake, but we're definitely getting Crash Team Racing, so that's Yeah, I'll be picking that up, so yeah, yeah. It's not hopefully keep now, the right? Crash fans so, happy. So, um, Tom, what else are we going to expect? Expect the usual gubbins as well, we're likely to hear more about the xCloud, <laughs> um, the, the new streaming service and new updates to Xbox Games Pass. Uh, Games Pass, which is carrying good faith in the industry uh, amongst fans, so hats off to them for that. Yeah, hats off to them for that. Yeah. Um, we're also hoping, just like um, the good bad Nick is over on Instagram, is for Battletoads. Ah. So this, now, this is something we um, we uh, missed out on on the Xbox A special. A glareful omission. Yeah. Um, It'd be I, like all I've ever heard of the old Battletoads is it's absolutely ridiculously hard to play well, it's that's such true. really challenging difficulty but out of all the Xbox exclusives it's the one that seems to be gathering most fan pace and on the subject of those side scrolling beat em ups will we see the Streets of Rage um, see, mm, see more of Streets of Rage 4 bad Nick it would be the place to be shown wouldn't it yeah I think so I, think so. I mean I wonder whether it's going to be because it's more than likely going to be on all three consoles I wonder whether Microsoft have thought that's quite a big audience for a, 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 an older uh, retro sequel like Streets of Rage 4 yeah maybe they're going to throw that out there oh. um, what else do you think we might see 
We might see um, another Xbox original title given the 4K Xbox One X support. Um, <laughs> Our scientists there were so preoccupied with whether they could talk, <laughs> they didn't stop to think if they should. Some yes. of these games they keep rolling out for Xbox back- backwards compatibility. Some of these games we don't need to see, I think. we It's good. It's a, Once again, we've said it before, if you can weaponize a no comment by your competitor... Do so, but mm. I think Xbox sometimes they've gone off and you know they've brought forward. Anyone remember this game? Mm, well, I, really. think, I think I think backwards compatible. Yeah, all, all of the consoles are guilty of wheeling out some filler in times of like between the big releases. But again, if if you're doing backwards compatibility and your competitor isn't, yeah, you can make a story out of that. Yeah. And I'm sure Sony would be doing that if they were backwards compatible and Xbox One wasn't. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, again, yeah. It is, we're all, it's, it's marketing, isn't it? We're all it? grown-ups. Yeah. We can make the decisions for yeah. ourselves. Uh, but good to see they've rectified that Sony. The, so, yet again stated Sony, uh, the PS5 going to be backwards compatible. The Xbox codenamed Project Scarlet, we've brushed past that a little bit. Let's rewind because that's going to be... That's the Megaton. That's the big bot, bomb drop that's going to be the decider of possibly the way the gaming industry is going to go from then on in. Is it a streaming box? We don't know. We certainly know it's going to be more powerful than the PS5. I think now they've shown, Sony's shown their hand a bit, I don't think it's going to be uh, streaming only. I'd very much doubt it. Because I think if it's... they don't make it backwards compatible as well, so say you've got a load of Xbox One games, yeah. phys- physical, what are you going to do with them? Is it... Is it one generation too soon? What, for the streaming? Mm. Uh, yeah, probably. I think they're going to wait till that market, well, like us as a market, are, are probably like 99% or not, well, probably not that much, but we're way more on board with digital. I mean, a lot of people are, but there's a lot of us out there who still like the, the collections that we discussed, discussed before. So the question is, Tom, what else are they going to show? Because we're here for <coughs> Xbox exclusive game reveals. Yeah. Give me one. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? Some past years have not really shown much software. And but what, I think, what are they showing? Well, What's the big hitters they're going to I think we're going to see Gears 5, Halo Infinite, and uh, possibly a new Forza title. Oh. But Tom, do you remember, cast your mind back a year ago, Microsoft was all about proving it was all about the games. And yeah. They, they've got all those studios, the, the Initiative, Undead Labs, Playground Games, Ninja Theory, Compulsion Games... Maybe just maybe we might see a teaser from them. I think I think we need to. Obviously, last year they stated that they've we've acquired these studios, yeah. so it'd be nice to see even one or two of those showing what they're working on. Even if it's early stuff, just start planting the seeds of like this is what you can expect to play on this new console okay. uh, in the coming years. So um, next up, well, you know, seeing as you're in your Mario onesie, Tom, you may as well take the wheel of the show. Set sail for Nintendo Land. Tom, what's going down over at Nintendo? Okay, so Nintendo with the uh, keynote times. Uh, we've got tu- it's on going to be on Tuesday, June the eleventh. Um, it's at uh, nine a.m. Pacific time, twelve p.m. Eastern, and one thirty p.m. UK. Um, mm-hmm. British Sea Time. <laughs> never want to shy away from a fight. First online in a Nintendo right, direct that airs Tuesday morning, and then physically when it's a huge st- show stands. And absorbs the West Hall. Um, We're definitely going to see Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yeah, 
Um, what else do we know? I think Link's Awakening remake and Mario Maker 2. Yeah. Maybe I think Mario Maker 2 is going to be on the show floor. Yeah, I, I think don't think it's going to be, be in the video on. presentation because we've had that big info dump the other week uh, like with, the, with the mini with direct. Very, you know, that's, that's, that's damn near nearly out. Okay. Yeah, that is definitely going to be hands on. I wonder if we're going to get to see like a highlight reel of people's best levels from. Yeah, E3. that could be interesting. Yeah. We might see, you know, some of the big gaming websites, IGN or GameSpot, have got hands on and they've done like a breakout feature. So they usually have like the Treehouse live streaming event after the direct. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's probably where we'd see Mario Maker, maybe a few more little hidden um, nuggets of information shown sort there. Of, uh, Come on, Tom. You've you've been on the green screen. You've tapped into uh, Shigeru's. I don't know what he's got. Nokia thirty three ten. What's he got to say for himself? Um, what's he bringing here? Any surprises, Tom? You're the Nintendo guy. Yeah. So we've we've had the Pokemon Direct scheduled, yeah. um, which we covered in the news, and we've had the Mario Maker one we just discussed. Um, it's surely leaving it open for. Animal Crossing and Luigi's Mansion 3, two big titles we know are coming. Yes. Uh, yeah. and, and surely we're going to hear way more about those. They're, they're going to be their big hitters for the holiday season, I would have thought. Yeah. Um, maybe some more Smash DLC news. Still got that roster to confirm. Yeah, there from. is. I think there's four more characters to go. So I think I think they might, might even end the direct with the next character reveal for Smash. Wow. Um, and, and maybe some more updates for that game. Okay. Well, sounds Tom's excited. For the Nintendo reveal, so's fan of the show, Sir Doyle Dono, a loyal and earnest contributor over on Instagram. Again, a lot of love there for us. And he says, really excited to see what Nintendo shows. Pokemon, Sword and Shield, and the new Switch. He says he never thought he'd want another Switch, but the current screen does not lend itself to party play, as the Nintendo commercials would have you believe. Outside of Nintendo, he would like to see more Cyberpunk, Borderlands 3, hopefully new Elder Scrolls info. He says, once again, keep up the work with the podcast. The good work with the podcast. Thank you very much to Dordano. Yeah, thanks uh, very much. On that note, it seems that the hype for Borderlands 3 and Cyberpunk is infectious. Uh, and that's uh, Tom, if you could tell me his name. It's Red Dragon Race again. That's Tom's... Red Dragon Punch. <laughs> that's Tom's special move now. He's the only person in the in the whole Well, the I wouldn't say the only person. Red Dragon actually, Red Dragon Race taught it to me. Oh, so he's the the grand sensei. Again, he's on Instagram. So he is. Check him out on there. A um, couple of things I want to... Little three morsels I want to pick out that, Tom. Spread its bones bare across the desert and pick okay. at it like carrion. I want to pick at his comment about the new Sport. Switch. Oh, okay, yeah. So you've rumoured this, Tom. You've put it out there. You've put <clears throat> your gaming journalist neck... In the noose. It's been pulled tight. The other end's attached to a horse. I've just slapped its backside. Is the note gonna is the is the knot gonna hold or are mm. you gonna slip free? Well, they always say if you can't tie a knot, tie a lot. So I'm hoping it slips <laughs> I'm hoping it I'm hoping it slips oh free. Oh my goodness. I've never wanted a tattoo, but now I do. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm hoping that slips free. I I've changed my opinion a little bit. I don't know whether we're gonna see anything about a new switch now. Oh, 
maybe like a Switch Mini to go with Pokemon because they always prefer it to be played as a handheld game. So I don't know. Tom li- Tom's online. I'm trying to sit on the fence and I'm being reverse. Yeah, um... I never said anything about Switch Mini. <laughs> I never said anything about Switch Pro. Unfortunately, Tom, we've got the back catalogue, and right now the fans are reaching and they are looking. And we're going to get sound bites slapped up all over the place <laughs> with that. Um, okay, the other little morsels I wanted to pull out of there: Borderlands Three, and a game I'm very excited for, Cyberpunk. Yeah. Rather naughty of us to hijack Nintendo's little area that we've created for them here. But do you know what? Well, they're as usual, shrouded in mystery a little bit, aren't they? So we very don't know Japanese. what we're going to get in the in the direct. So. We can't dwell too long on that. But what are your thoughts on Cyberpunk? I'm very excited for that game. Yeah. Anything more that we can see of that, this E3, I'll probably probably watch it two or three times in a row. It has been confirmed. It's being shown to to the public and behind closed doors. So it's interesting. Mm. Like, I wonder what the differences will be of of what we're going to see and what they're going to see. 45, was it 45 minute actual like, yeah, play just the like game, a, playing sit it, sit down and watch? Yeah, not an eight, not an eight minute Hideo Kojima strung together. For oh, cyberpunk, no foil and uh sticky tape here, Tom. Mm, this no. is not a Tracy Island, this is cyberpunk. It yeah. looked good, it looked solid, it looked better than I could possibly believe. But then again, in the last year, we've seen some pretty good games, we so have. I would like to revisit that trailer. And then ask ourselves, is this possible? Because it may be more possible than we initially thought. Do you think we'll see it this year, though? Do you think it? Well, you've just told me that we will. No, it's in the, the release. Again, the re- no, 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 no. The release. Do you think we'll see it released oh, this year? Oh, well, I don't know. You need to you know, speculate. Get let's on the, ask the game on expert, the... Tom. <laughs> is Cyberpunk coming out this I year? I will look in the Mystic Meg ball of. Why are you looking in that? Future. We've got a perfectly good green screen. It doesn't do. As good for the rumours. I've always found that the crystal ball is the place to go. I've got a copy of the Guinness Book of Gaming Records, 2014, if it helps. Yeah? Hmm. I'll have to have a look in that. I bought it for you. Never been read. It's never been read. Still sealed. <laughs> One of those gifts for Christmas. I like mine. I actually get a lot of information from the, uh, the show. For the yeah? show from it. Fact checking. It's a little bit out of date, obviously, but you know. Always been about the rumours, mate. Tom, I'm a big fan of this company, so I'm going to swing in. I'm going to go into bat for them. EA. Whoa. As we mentioned earlier, EA Play won't have a keynote this year. Fans and press can attend the EA Play at the Hollywood Palladium on Saturday, June 8th. Hollywood Palladium. Sounds like somewhere the Grumbleweeds would uh, go. (laughs) Or Russ Abbott. Yeah. EA is planning to announce via its website about how those tickets are going to be acquired. Are you alright, Tom? I'm alright. Just, just remembering rem- Remembering Russ great was. days at like Skegness Pier. With Russ Abbott? Yeah. I didn't and, know you were related to Russ. Bobby Davro. They've took you Les to Skegness Dennis Pier. is a genie. All of them. We ought to do this as a little fade in at the show. On this week's show, Tom talks about being related to Russ Abbott. <laughs> Bobby Davro. <laughs> uh, well. Let's get back on topic Bobby anyway. Bobby so, is apparently a big fan of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Is he? From Respawn Entertainment. And I'm going to stick my neck on the line, Tom. Unlike you, man of small testicular fortitude, 
<laughs> I'm going to say we're definitely going to see that. And yeah. I'm going to even go out. I'm going to listen to this, gamers, listeners. I'm going to. You've heard it here first. I'm going to put my neck on the line. I'm going to. I'm going to put my whole damn professional integrity on the line. And I'm going to say we're going to see stuff for Titanfall Three and Apex Legends. I hope so on the Titanfall Three and Tom. The second one's brilliant. I'm going to rock the foundations of your very world. I reckon we're going to see the new Dragon Age. Whoa. Well, got a bit, got a bit quiet there, hasn't it? So yeah. you think it might show itself here? And Dragon Age Four has been teased up to this point. Yeah, but then dropped Periscope and went down. Mm-hmm. I'm putting money on it. I've had a sonar contact. Bing, Captain. Contact bearing zero nine zero. So that will be made by Bioware. That's correct, isn't it? <sighs> well, it is. Yeah, it is. But which part of? Well, yeah, I, I get. I exclaim because Bioware's got three studios within itself. Ah. Yes, exactly. So I think Always the original... fact checker. That Guinness Book of Records, gaming records, coming in handy. You see, I've been con- controversial with the way I've consumed the information. I shredded it. Yeah. The whole book, I shredded it, and then I ate it. In a smoothie? Yeah, why, <laughs> why not? <laughs> why not? I was thinking more spaghetti. Uh, Tom, <laughs> do you think we'll see... We've not heard anything from DICE of Battlefield Fame for a while. Do you think we might see a glimmer there? Um... Possibly, yeah. Um, the the Battlefield World War Two. Neither of us have played it, but maybe it'll get an update. Big patch, pack oh. of DLC, probably. I've rocked your world once, sticking my neck on the line. Unlike you, old lettuce knees over there. <laughs> I'm going to go out and chuck out there one more thing as well. Do you know what else I'm going to guarantee that the fans are going to see E3 from EA this year? Madden. I'm not just going to confirm Madden. FIFA, NHL, and NBA Live. I guarantee you... So you're backing those yearly franchises to appear at E3? Go away, you small little man. I'm making a name for myself on the internet. God damn you. All right? And that's how I do it. That's the first stake in the ground. That's not me. I know stuff about games. Yes. Excellent. That can then go on to to, um, LinkedIn... Yeah, my name officially <laughs> knows, expert. No, on... I don't want to be an expert. I just want no. to know stuff about games. Know stuff about like yes. little umlaut b o u t about games. Back. Yeah, <laughs> love it. <laughs> okay, um, I can take the next one. Uh, Go on. Then. Maybe Sony. Oh, Tom, as if you weren't flaky enough. Will they, won't they, not sure <laughs> if they will or if they won't. He's gone and picked one. Maybe you heard it here first, maybe you didn't. Tom, commit um, to this one. So it's not their year to be at E3, um, and we've obviously talked about the state of play feature because uh, they're looking for new ways to engage. Tom, um, if the fans might want to go back in time and listen to a show from two, yes. three, four, five weeks ago, how would they do that? Or more? Uh, so you can go back and look in, on... Let's say you go on iTunes yeah. um, or Spotify, you can go and revisit our older episodes, uh, one of which was Sony, What's the State of Play? Oh. Uh, so well worth a, a, a listen if you haven't done already. I like to uh, think that those with... features, the news at the beginning and end, yeah, the news you could, and the new is, releases. is obviously going to be out of date. But... They're like the fruit yes. that falls and rots. <laughs> but the seed, the kernel, the feature... That can is go everlasting. On. Everlasting. everlasting. Yeah. Seed, 
Find it on the ground, plant it, might grow into something suspicious, who knows, but at least it grows. Absolutely. So, and there's a poem, Tom, for you, if you want those. <laughs> the sand Very gets good. everywhere. That's one for the long-term <laughs> listeners, that's for sure. Um, before, I, before I interrupted you and went off on a complete yeah, tangent, so, I think it was game-related, I'm not sure. Speaking about their new ways to engage um, as a company, uh, Retro Gamer Thomas got in touch over on Instagram. He says, Hi, chaps. I know Sony aren't there, but I'm guessing they're going to do some announcements anyway. I'm really looking forward to The Last of Us 2, um, as, is, as is Retro Gaming Dragon, yes. who also got in touch. And um, they uh, want more info on Death Stranding and on info on PS5. Well, Hopefully you're pleased with the Death Stranding trailer we all saw today. Well, exactly. I know we were. Um, I'll tell you one thing that he's pleased with as well, Tom. Retro Gamer Thomas has uh, messaged in addition to say that he's loving the podcast. Well, he's just a swell guy, isn't he? He is. He's loving the podcast. Once again, guys, this feature and this whole show possibly might have been five minutes without your help. So yeah. we're, we're grateful. <laughs> you serve us vis-a-vis we serve you. There you go. I don't think Visavi was appropriate, but I slipped it in. No, I think that's. that's I'm known good. for inappropriately slipping things in. <laughs> um, well, we'd love a surprise state of play, oh, wouldn't we? we? I think we've we've talked about this. Me and you saying, are they just going to drop a bombshell and drop one during E3? So, uh, Tom, not obviously there, but much like the online. immortal Hideo Kojima themselves, Sony have put on the active camo. And they're sneaking around the halls of E3. Are you telling me that I'm not going to get to see Last of Us Part 2 information? I'm not going to get to see more about Death Stranding? And, and the ghosts of Tsushima will be, will be nothing but ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. I think with having that Death Stranding reveal today, I found that strange that wasn't in a state of play. Uh, really, mm. I, I suppose are they seeing it as a big enough game to stand on its own? Which it, it probably it was, is. It, it was. It was definitely bookend with their intros and outros, though, wasn't it, for the players and PS4 exclusive? Yeah. Like oh that. yeah, absolutely. Um, so whew, I don't know. Last of Us Part Two. That's so many people wanting that. Yeah. So many fans I, messaging in, getting excited about that. Tom. Yeah, I think that's getting delayed till next year. The big wigs of all of the three big console manufacturers. They're listening to this. They think, actually, could do with a preview podcast before yeah. E3. Let me let me Google that. <laughs> Type it in. <laughs> On the Google Boom. machine. First thing that comes up, obviously, unofficial controller podcast. Of course. Hugh Yoshida thinks so. I'll click on that. He's listened through. Tom thinks I'm not going to be there. Oh. I'll show well, him. I'll show him. What does George say? Oh, I think this is definitely going to be last. Don't let me down, Shuhei. Definitely going to see Last of Us Part 2. Definitely going to see more Death Stranding. <laughs> definitely going to see Ghost of Toshiba. Facts. Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> so if you're listening now, this is your chance to make this the most unofficial official controller podcast ever. <laughs> Tom, that's you. That's, you, the, that's you, the main three. You've cleaned up. The core three. The little mistake that the puppy oh, made in the EA. corner of the room. Sony's yeah. done a little bit of a leak on the floor. It's all right. We can clean that up. <laughs> yeah. You've not left much in the barrel here. You've took out some of the big guns yourself. So, what am I going to wheel in? Look out, Tom. The big dog. Ubisoft. Keynote time. Monday, June 10th, 2019. 1pm Pacific time. 
4 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 p.m. British Sea Time. Bring some oil, because the wheels on that joke, they're going to get very worn. <laughs> Sadly, Ubisoft, uh, they've delayed Skull and Bones, Tom. That's, yeah, uh, we that's discussed that last week, didn't we? We were very um, intrigued about his premise yeah. and promise. Mm. Um, but, oh Tom, yes, once again... OG dog here in the corner is going to get brave. I think we're definitely going to get gameplay for Beyond Good and Evil 2. Yeah, I mean, that's probably their biggest game right now. It's got to be. Yeah. Um, uh, we've seen some early footage of that, haven't we? And it looks I've seen some really gameplay impressive. of like flying down to a planet and flying back. Yeah. Up. I mean, I couldn't quite fathom how that was working. It didn't. It felt a little bit No Man's Sky, but then it felt like you were kind of locked in areas at times. I hope they're not going too ambitious with it. But if it takes a long time to come out and it is as good as it as we think it can be, yes, then by all means take even longer. Well, other than that, Tom, the green screen's indicating that Ubisoft will announce apparently. Oh heck! Do you know what? Where's my caution? Oof, there it's gone to the wind, Tom. Three to four AAA titles between March this year and March next year. That means, guarantee, we're going to have to see one of those at E3. I've rhymed again. Hmm, this is getting dangerous. It is. Um, I think that we're going to see something there. Is that going to be the Splinter Cell the fans have been clamouring for? Ubisoft have trolled us once. They've rolled it back. They said we'd like to see it. They've rolled it back. Tom, king of the rollback. What do you think one of those three titles, three to four titles, might be? Do you think Splinter Cell? Oh, or are you yeah, like that Splinter Cell is due, Splinter Cell's due a, a new game, isn't it? Definitely. Hang on a minute, Tom. Let's get trendy. You know what Splinter Cell needs? Needs a reboot. Yeah. Sam, yeah. Sam Fisher, the, uh, he's a bit too trendy. edgy. Let's roll him back. Yeah. Let's give him a beard. Let's get him into coffee. <laughs> yeah? I can see this, can't you? I can. He's got vegan sandals. Yeah. All the rage. Drive hipster. With a wiki. Proper hipster. Proper hipster sell. Hipster sell. <laughs> there we go. You heard it here first. Exclusive for Ubisoft. Um, the reboot. I, I just reboot. want to drop in a leak that happened. Alleged leak for Ubisoft. The it's, puppy's back? No. <laughs> no. Afraid not. Um, so I think it's called Roller, Rollerball Champions. It's a, uh, not much else is known about it. There Do we need a, to get the salt out, Tom, or is this... No, no, it's, it looks pretty legit. No, no, um, so serious voice uh, on there. Listeners, go probably take a look at that if you're interested in what I, the... It sounds, like, it sounds a bit like um, what was, like that futuristic sport. Rollerball. Roll, is that what the film's called as well? <laughs> Rollerball. Excellent. Um, I probably got the name of the game wrong then. I was thinking of the film. Rollerball. Um, yeah, so it's that, that sort of premise of like a, a futuristic Like a style. speedball, futuristic, yeah. brutal deluxe, all that sort of good stuff. Um, okay, yeah. one thing we're not going to see, Tom. Well, at least I'm going to chance my arm at this. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see Assassin's Creed this year. Just taking a break. Hats off to Ubisoft. They could wheel that out on a yearly yeah, basis yeah. and whip it dry. Well, I think with uh, Odyssey and Origins, that those games have been getting some really good scores. I've heard lots of good things about them. And I think you can tell there's been extra time taken on them. I, I think with a, with a franchise like Assassin's Creed, it needs that extra time. It's a big open world game. 
don't rush them. They'll, no. they'll be better. They'll be better we, games for We prefer for it. if you take your jolly yeah, sweet time. absolutely. Um, before we move off Ubisoft, I just want to... Because I'm ready to, to come out swinging with them. You are. Um, I think with Ubisoft, for me as a Nintendo fan, I'd really like to see a sequel to uh, Mario Rabbids Kingdom. Um, well, we must the, imagine the, they're listening, Tom. So just yes, yeah, so do it. Do, do the sequel. Do it. Do it. <laughs> do the Mario and Rabbids Kingdom sequel, please. Because uh, that was a real surprise. Now, um, I think Mumsy went out uh, thinking that was uh, the new Mario Odyssey game, thinking I'd be all excited. And then when she brought it back, I was like, what, what is this? Tom, what is it? Mumsy saves up so hard. She saw minutes. Mario and thought, that must be Mario 64. That's just you all over. Uh, all over Brings again. Brings you a new Switch game and you're like, hmm, don't want it. It's not what the bigger boys are playing. <laughs> I don't want to be known rabid. No one's around, you're all over it. But then I was down in the sick bay for a bit um, with uh, bleeding gums. Um, so uh, I had to... Uh, Is this a person or you were suffering from this illness? Yeah, yeah. Which? Too you can't much, say too, yes I, to I, an I, answer I, I, I was, I was like playing that. too much harmonica um, and I got bleeding gums. So, you know, I wish I wish this was an audio visual podcast because <laughs> then you could look at my face, which is one of shock, shock and complete shock like, and a slight bit of awe. Not awe, uh, definitely not awe. No fusion. You love a harmonica solo. I never even knew you had one. Wow, you you obviously are not spending enough time upstairs bunker where normally that's where the cool you, kids normally hang out normally when you tell me to pull up a chair and you start doing one of your Red Dead stories which probably ends with you serenading me with a harmonica well yeah that's it that's I'm the problem you, you, you are asleep so <laughs> the story has put you to sleep Tom, as is this rant I, I need to get back on topic that once again you've managed to get this conversation to be about Red Dead I know let me always tell you doing it Quake in Fear friend Bethesda Keynote Ooh. time June 9th, 2019, 5.30 Pacific time. I'm not even going to bother wasting your time with the Eastern time, Tom, but let me tell you one thing. 1.30 a.m. British summer time. But it's in the morning, very early in the morning, so I'm going to call that British night time. Okay, Basida, what you got? We think updates for titles like The Elder Scrolls Online and Fallout 76 are a shoo-in as love them or hate them. They are the company's largest MMOs and the slowly building Fallout 76 fan base and the Elder Scrolls, which now seems to be going from strength to strength, are going to be in need of much needed new content. Definitely Fallout 76 because they've got that little DLC pipeline for it. Yeah, Mr. Howard has got a lot of um, work to do, I think, this year at E3. After the shower of um, What he's got to do, he's got to chill a lot of people down. Yeah. Because I think they revealed these games too early, Starfield and the new Elder Scrolls. Um, I think that people are going to expect a little something, we're going to get nothing. And really? unfortunately, Bold. rather boringly, I think we're going to have quite a lot of talk about that, that rather pants. You know, I've got that early oh, access. Yeah. Yeah. The Elder Scrolls phone game. Um, but all, it's all... not all sadness, Tom. We're no. hoping id Software show up with Doom Eternal. We see that as being very, very likely. Uh, and like EA, Beth Cedar giving tickets away via an online contest. Oh, that's cool. Yes, Tom. Yeah. I see it more like this. Charlie Bucket, down on his lonesome, goes down game, 
picks up a copy of Fallout 76 for 9.99, all new low price. Gets it home, <laughs> opens it up, finds two tickets to the CD. Ah. Thing is, I implore the fans to check online. I don't know if there's age. These things taking place in LA. You can imagine there might be an after party. Best CD, the Willy Wonka of the gaming world. Todd Howard's going to come out, <laughs> tip his top hat, do a forward roll, jump up, and open the gates to the Bacida show area. Much like... Top man. The immortal Gene Wilder. Uh, Doom Eternal there. Uh, I've played the, the the other Doom before it, which is just Doom. I think it's called uh, Doom. Yeah, uh, on the <laughs> on the Switch. Just uh, it, Doom. Really impressive to get it running on the Switch yeah. again. Um, PSVR so, version of that as well. Pretty slick. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed that game. Very like old school run and gun gameplay, which is a bit of a breath of fresh air, really. After playing a lot, lots of these sort of um, sort of more in depth first person shooters, it was just yeah. nice to have a blast. Really, quite literally. Um, Tom, I'm on a, I want to take this one if I okay, may. you can. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, the name we haven't mentioned yet, Square Enix, Tom. Keynote, yeah, yeah. 10th of June, 6pm Pacific Time, 2am UK British Night Time. <laughs> so, what are Square Enix up to? I mean, Tom, let's face it, they took a little sip of the bigger boy juice and they've only gone and slapped their name down for Sony's slot on the main stage. Wow. Must have they, lots yes. to say. Square Enix, what are they working on? Well, they've made no secret about working on Dragon Quest Builders 2 on Nintendo Switch as it was announced during a Nintendo Direct earlier this year, as well as a Dragon Quest XI-S, Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition. That's a mouthful. You're not <laughs> going to be asking for that quickly from Mumsy no. off the shelf, are you? Mumsy, quick, pass me uh, Dragon Quest XI-S, Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition. No, not that one, the Definitive Edition. Can you imagine that, Tom? Yeah, um, I think... Someone sent Tom a LucasAid. He's asleep. <laughs> yeah, those Dragon Quest games—they've got their—they've um, got their fans. Obviously, massive fan base in Japan. Um, I'm sure they do have the fans in Europe and uh, and the US and everywhere else. But oh. they, I think they're going to have to go bigger. Tom, I actually think you've got something here because I came in earlier and you looked all suspicious and you started clearing your history down on yeah. the green screen. Now. One presumes you weren't checking out Barbara, the barmaid from the Wagon and Horses Facebook of profile. Of course not. Of course not. Um, what were you checking out? I was recently found that the Avengers project by Square Enix that has been confirmed now to be at the show. So that's like an uh, agent of Shield himself. Yeah. He brings forth news of the Avengers. Tom, this game. There's people all over the place so giddy about this game. What will it be like? What will we sort of? Is it will like it be a, an RPG like Final Fantasy? I'm uh, terrified. I don't even. I can't even imagine. Will it be an action adventure? In my mind, I don't know why. The whole time I've convinced myself. Do you remember the Ultimate Alliance games? Which on Xbox, uh, PS2, they're getting PSP. a third one on the Switch in July. Yeah, I, I don't know why, but every time I close my eyes and think about this game, yeah. it ends up looking like that. <laughs> um, Which is not a bad thing, I'm not no, complaining. I, obviously, I mean, they could do a Final Fantasy of those, Tactics version of it, which yeah. would be cool. 
Speaking of those, when you do look at this one coming to the Switch, you are like, I do hope the one from Square Enix is, is not like that. I think we're in our heads we're wanting Spider-Man on the PS4 yeah. Avengers edition, aren't we? Well... But I mean, are we going to get that? Or is it more? Is it going to be something used in the Final Fantasy even... 15 engine and use those characters? I think that would be cool. That group yeah. style and put you through a story that's as expansive as that? I mean, that I mean, would be unbelievable. Is it, it going to be set in like the Infinity War, Infinity Gauntlet sort of area or are they oh, going to go for Tom, something that's not been done in the films? If only Square Enix were thinking about doing a show Sometime around the 10th of June. Maybe he might announce something like that. Yeah. What else do we think they're going to announce? Well, um, Sony State of Play. Yeah. They did all that Final Fantasy VII talk. Ah, uh, yes. Do you think that we might see another in the named franchise of the Final Fantasy series? It's been a while. Yeah. Why would you a teaser? Or is it all going to be FF7 action? It'd be cool if we got some Final Fantasy VII, maybe get a release date for the first episode yeah. um, and sort of divulge how long these episodes are going to be because I think that's something people really want to know. Are, are we going to shell out um, X amount of pounds for five hours, 10 hours, uh, 20 hours at a time? Yeah. Um, I think it'd be nice well, if they cleared that up. On the note of Final Fantasy, Tom, yep. do you remember old Gaz Loves Games over on YouTube? I do. Go check his channel out. He's a, he's a great guy, and he's on the build um, with some subscribers. He's, he's very excited about that. Channel's going yeah. well. And good, good. he's all juiced up for Square Enix. When Final Fantasy VII Remake was announced, he says, it was a wow, 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 wow moment. That's quote, Gazelle's Games. Wow, 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 wow moment. Very excited for this. One has to imagine. Pre-ordered... Immediately in 2016, and hasn't seen anything tangible since. In terms of what he wants to see, that would be Final Fantasy VII. He's not happy unless he gets Final Fantasy VII in his Gazelle's games. No. He also wants that to be, and again on the topic, we think Sador Dono brought it up a couple of weeks ago, he wants one physical release. Even if that means four discs, he says, let the dream come alive. On the note of YouTube, Tom? We're uploading content there, right? We are, yeah. Um, so, cutting yeah. edge. No, no <laughs> Never let anyone say we're not cutting edge. Two videos. Yeah, we've got the pilot and episode one, uh, The Bloody Palace. On, on that on timeline, yeah. YouTube should be in synchronicity with podcast apps by 2025. I think so, yeah. That's uh, realistic. Yep, excellent. Have to speak to the boss, but... Okay. Well, we might need to... We've recently found out who's got the lease to the bunker, Mr. Ponsworthy. Oh, local, him. Local lord. He is. The one that's been soliciting Mumsy's attentions when we've really? not been around. Yes. I think we'll have to have a word with him. We will have to have a word with him. I don't like those cords he wears. Well, the he's... Garish. Well, be careful, garish. because he's a big fan of the show. Yeah. Those chords are cool. Well, Tom, I don't think... I mean, you'd okay. have to admit immediately you probably weren't in the right place mentally to appreciate them for what they were. And They're very cool chords. The, the, the ruddy face as well just makes me think he's, an, he's, he's a fan of the drink. He, he's listening to the show. He's a big fan of us and Mumsy. Wants to send us some more money. I think what you meant is he likes to keep himself hydrated, Tom. Yes, that is what I meant. He's a great guy. We almost, both of us, see him as an uncle. 
Yes, he is like my uncle. He's lord of the local village and therefore would make a great sort of guide for us. Ambassador. An ambassador to show us how to become real men. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. Thank you. Excellent. He, He discreetly sponsored this E3 feature. Okay. Okay. So don't refer to him any of those things that you've said about him before. Okay. Again, if you paid us a bit more, we could edit that out, but you'd have to work around it. Okay. Mumsy's very keen on him. Oh, damn. It's her feelings. She's got feelings too, Tom. She has, yes. Um, Hang on a minute. Off that side note, via Lord Ponsonbury, through the medium of YouTube, I've said the word medium again, and count them up, and we work back. There's been one more person poke up. Well, I say one more. I mean two more. The first one. Finster Gamer. He's a keen fan of the show. He is um, a keen and fan. And he's got of the a show. similar comment. Uh, Davy Bones. That's a new name. Davy Bones. Tom. What a great name. Davy Bones. New fan of the show. Got to say, we love the interaction to all the listeners out there. Get involved in the conversation. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, Finster, Finster Gamer says, I don't know if it's likely, but I'd love to hear more about Atomic Heart. Tom. So we we didn't really. I was going to say we didn't know much me. about this game. So we um, went online and, and had a look on the green screen, um, and we're presuming he means the console port of the PC game Atomic Heart, which is still due out. So that's. I mean, he's a bit keen. He is. Isn't yeah. He? Um, it's uh, an adventure first-person shooter, um, and the events of which unfold in an alternate universe during um, the what high I noon is, of the Soviet Union. Yeah. The principal character of the game is a special agent P3 who, after an unsuccessful landing on Enterprise 3826, is trying to figure out what went wrong. I have to admit, Fence the Gamer, you've opened our eyes and that definitely looked like a game we should check out. Unfortunately, it was. It looked really impressive. We employed the green screen, yeah. the newly found budget through our sponsor. I think it was running at like 360p, wasn't it, or something? It, Tom, we cranked that sucker up to 486. Yes. I did not think it possible. The heat sinks in the lower basement of the bunker. They were on fire. But Tom, what did it show us? Um, well, it, a little bit more of that action, didn't it? We saw yeah, some gameplay it, videos. It's, it looks a very interesting setting. Um, lots of like Soviet Union, like old trains and that. The statues of like the dictators, and those little and stuff. flying things, and yeah, sort of like weird, like alien type creatures, yeah, mooses. In it bats. looked like there was quite a few enemies on screen at one time as well, so that would be quite um, interesting. I don't think we're talking like Days Gone Horde, but still, um, it gives you more panic. I, I love how that's now the new benchmark for you. I'm sticking with the seven. <laughs> I think we need that as a new sound like. I might yeah. go back through the archive. <laughs> he also says that he wants news on the remake of Resi 3. And that would mean he can, for the first time, have all the games on one system, current gen. And he says that would be sweet, quote unquote. Multiple, yeah, definitely. Multiple E's, one per um, it's So that way. I think with... Um, Obviously, Resi 3, we, we should just briefly mention Capcom. Yeah. Um, I'd really like... I don't think... It's a bit soon to probably see Resi 3 any footage. They might confirm they're working on it, which would be great. Um, I mean, 
they haven't they've said they're not going to do any Devil May Cry 5 DLC but it would be a shame if we didn't I think there's potential there to do either a spin-off um or a, one of those sort of budget titles maybe like a 15 20 pound game where um they go off with some of the other characters out of that title um what else sort of Capcom wise again um Maybe maybe get brave and have a new IP. I mean, we've got uh, Tom, Tom. They, they've been on fire. Tom, we've had calm down. Rezi, we've had Resi, we've had Devil May Cry, we've had Mo- think, Monster Hunter. Just think about what you're saying here. A new IP. Yeah, they don't do them often. We don't get those anymore. Yeah, true. We just sadly. don't get those anymore. Again, like the movie industry, people sometimes afraid to. Be brave, and we've oh, talked about this before many, many times. And it's a shame because it, well, it's not not being brave. It's the fact that the word it's not going to make money. It's it's and it's going to bomb. And then I don't know that great idea they had in their head is is no not received how they wanted it to be. And well, Tom, it's it's died before it's even started. As soon as you just so succinctly wrapped up Finster Gamers' comments and queries and concerns we've got one more little query here from the barber who games great name e3 has always been kind of interesting to me i've really only followed it since 2009 so it feels like he's missed out on a lot his biggest memory is 2013 most of the conferences that year were excellent and sony especially with the ps4 reveal this year he says it's the least excited he's ever been tom and with no sony once again everyone's citing that uh, if anything, he hopes for more Persona 5, the raw news. Then he's keen for more Doom and Pokemon. Well, Tom, at the end of this feature, the Barber Who Games should be happy. He's brought his oversized plate to the buffet. He's had a little bit of a swing round. He's filled it. He's gorged himself at the uh, carvery. Tom, do you think we've missed anything? Um, I hope we've covered everything for the listeners. Um with the preview, obviously we're going to be doing a feature, obviously on on E3 during it through the journey. But I think that's what it feels like in E3 altogether, doesn't it? Strange it does. experiences followed by facts and figures, followed by yeah. a man playing a flute, <laughs> harmonica, <laughs> bleeding gums, Murphy over there. <laughs> Tom, I know you don't like to do this, but it's time to get down off the fence, get your hand in your pocket. Get some loose change and throw it down on the table. Tom, who's going to win E3 this year? Go for it. Even though I'm a big Nintendo fan, I'm going to say um, Microsoft. Okay. That's boring and because out that's of, what I want to pick. Out of the sort of developers, I'm going to probably say Ubisoft. Okay, well, I'm going to go Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Because we're going to see the new Xbox. We are going to see it. So we're both decided on Microsoft. Mm-hmm. And I think as far as publishers go, well, I think Square Enix. Yeah, with taking that Sony slide, does make you think, what have they got to show? There must be something. I decent. think it's it is like that, isn't it? Every yeah. week it's like Sony comes and does the show and tell. Then this week they're not bringing it. They normally take two hours. Mm-hmm. This time, Square Enix rock up. Yeah, they've obviously got a lot to talk about. Tom, I'm excited. Thing is, if we missed anything, 
all the collective masses want to get in touch and say, actually, you didn't mention this, it'd be really important, so you might want to slip it into next week's episode. How? How, Tom? How would they get in touch with us? Uh, you can reach us at questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com um, or just direct messages on Instagram or Twitter. That's awesome news. We'd uh, love to hear from you again. Again, thanks for all the feedback we've had this week. We've just yes. been uh, snowed under. Well, and we hope that the E3 preview is everything that they wanted it to be. Yeah. Like, Let us know if we have missed anything, if you've heard any rumours, because obviously we've still got a couple of weeks to go. Still got a couple of weeks to go. We We're, went a little early. We yeah. bolted, didn't we? I think we got carried away with some of the leaks and rumours that we'd already heard and, and thought, yeah, we're hyped for this. Tom? Bring it on. You're giddy off the back of the E3 feature. I'm a little bit giddy, because guess what? Stingray's been making house calls again. When the big, big man makes a house call, Tom, you better be ready. These guys got in touch to show us their pickups from Stingray's boot. You can too. Just hashtag Stingray's boot on Instagram or Twitter when you're posting up pictures of your pickups. And, uh, uh, do you want me to lead off? Yeah, Tom, tell me what you can see. Yeah, so uh, Sharaban, um, they've got themselves quite a decent Far Cry collection there. So they've got uh, all of them from one through to five. They've got the um, a couple of these sort of offshoots there, Far Cry Primal and Far Cry Blood Dragon. Um, I've I've always liked the Far Cry games. I thought they they're pretty decent. My, I'm going to rock the boat here. My favourite one too, the one set in Africa. Yeah, one where you get malaria. Yeah, really cool that. Yeah, one. but like an interesting idea. Um, always giving you plenty of options to sort of take on the missions how you want within the the gameplay so, elements. Hey, on on a side note, Generation Collector's only gone and picked himself up a copy of Spider Man and Red Dead Redemption and a game drive. I tell you what. He's expanding his storage, Tom. He definitely needs it for those games, yeah. You've got to say, though, if he's never played those before... He is in for one excellent couple of months, I would say. He's in for a rare treat. He is. Um, Game collector. Let's not get him confused with generation collector. What's he gone and got himself there, Tom? He's got a a PSP. Very shiny as well. Um, Yeah, we've both owned those, haven't we? Still got mine, still playing on a regular occasion, definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, great game, great great little machine, and it's the yeah. one I've been playing, um, Tomb Raider, I've forgotten the name of it now, not Legacy, what was that other one? Uh, Legacy. The anniversary. Anniversary, yes. that's it, sorry for the yeah. loud it's... inhale of breath there, <laughs> listeners, see if your speakers have popped. Um, we've got Retro Visions, he looks like he's found this in a skip or at the side of the road, ready for the bin man. No, Tom. Retro Visions <laughs> has only snuck in the bunker and stolen our green screen. Yeah. The little reptile. Now he's got... <laughs> <laughs> he secured himself an IBM 386. Computer. Now, we overclocked ours earlier done, to get We overclocked ours earlier to try and find out news, Tom. And he's been in while our defences were down, and he's nabbed himself that. <sighs> Don't forget crispy video game... Jay, uh, Journey, my bad, has picked himself up a PSP and Vita. I'm think I'm sensing a lot of the fans this week are in the med bay, Tom. Yes, I uh, I believe so. We better make um, sure that we hunt that Retro Visions character down so we can do the news next week. Yeah. Um, Game Collector, with this very nice black and white 
almost Schindler's List photo there with the red glasses <laughs> in the background. Is that is that okay? I don't know. I mean, Tom dropped the Enola Gay bomb. Um, not literally. Obviously, 50 years, 70 years later, it, it wasn't quite as impactful. Um, a black and white PlayStation 3 and some Move controllers. Yeah. Tom, DTX Classic looks like he... Uh, he he, he's got a haul there, hasn't he's he? He's got a haul. He's got a, a Neo, Neo Geo Gold Neo system. Neo Jealous. He's got a Jag mint condition. Jaguar. Not, not the car, but the uh, Atari failed Atari gaming console. Looks like he's got a... Certainly got a selection of games. He's got the Sega 3D glasses. Can you see those? 3D glasses, yes. Oh, very, 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 very... Is he a Dreamcast cool. box there as well? Is he oh, moving yeah. house or has he just been on a massive haul of... Let me quote. Let me quote DTX Classic CVG. Pretty gnarly pickup this weekend, <laughs> Tom. It's a pickup. Uh, Sharon wow. is back again. He's got some. He's got a Star Wars collection. He's also got there, Tom. Japanese import of what looks like Star Wars racer. You waxed Ooh, on about excellent. ah yes box art. Check he's got a there. rather excellent figure of uh, Darth Maul as well. They don't like it up them. <laughs> Generation Collector, once again. I think I've seen his name before, but we'll see it again. Um, here's my latest. Nice little pickups. mix there. Yeah. Plumbing Game Boy Advance. Old there. original Xbox, a SNES. Uh, Wii, uh, sorry, Wii U. A uh, Switch dock. Pro controller uh, and a Switch dock. A little tiny arcade machine. Burnout Paradise. And he has history. Project Gotham Racing 2. He's going to get to that, oh, Tom. Very, very, great very game. cool pickup. Yeah, good oh, job. Look out. Podgy Podgy has been back on. Looks like she has had some Lord of the Rings themed pickups. Tom, this should make you slather at the mouth. I'm very happy with those. Nice I mean, looking orc. The only one that is missing there, though, is Battle for Middle Earth 2. It looks like Podgy Podgy's invested into the PlayStation ecosystem. Afraid to make you aware, my friend. It's not available there. I know. Xbox exclusive. Yeah. What an exclusive. That's twice. In my eyes. How can, how can, two times in the show, we've managed three times, Overwatch, Red Dead Redemption 2, Battle for Lord Middle Earth. Rings, Battle for Middle Earth. How much I, I will how much always fit them in. Don't you worry. <laughs> like a rope descending from the heavens, Tom, I'm pulled up away from Mordor by IA Retro Gamer Dad, who's picked up a little bundle of Wii games. Thankfully... Nothing Tolkien-themed here. Mario Kart Wii, Super Mario Brothers Wii, Harvest Moon, Tree of Tranquility. Let's get the precision in there, fans. Um, fan of the show, Retro Gamer Thomas there. He's not had a physical pickup, Tom. He's had a digital pickup from Stingray. Guess what he's been playing? What's, what's he been playing, mate? What American... Fugitive. Oh. Tom's still only on page two of the C facts of <laughs> listeners, so he's miles behind. Probably still ogling at the orc in Podgy Podgy's picture. Mumsy needs to come in, slap him about the face, and he needs to get ready for bed. Just we've got the new release highlights to go. Retro Gamer Thomas again. He's picked himself up a handheld, but look out. His daughter seems to be getting more use out of it than him. IO Retro Gamer Dad. Um, I think he's been on the hunt with his son again, and they've picked up. I mean, again, guys, Look at that. your pickups put us to shame. 
Xbox original. Looks like a slim Xbox 360. Yeah. Some NES carts, action figures, Spawn, Avengers. I mean, oh yeah, retro. I don't know whether that's, that's part part of his furnishings, but he's got a Mario throw there for the sofa. Um, Terminator 2 Judgment Day yes, poster. What a, what a great poster. <laughs> Let's not forget... Sorry, I went early on this one. It's Daddy Zilla and his son that go out collecting. Apologies, young Zilla. Apologies. Devin Zilla. Zilla Devin Zilla. Devin Zilla. The son has a name. The son has a name? He lives he through lives. the name of Devin Zilla. Devin Zilla. Thank you for listening to the show. You're a young man. You're the audience we need to invest in. Because it's with you that we're going to grow. Devin Zilla. Let's have a look through his pickups. He's got himself a lightsaber, a couple of lightsabers there. And Tom, look on the right-hand side there. Looks like a copy of Todd Howard and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Ready to tip forward the top hat and forward roll into our dreams. Uh, oh, he's only gone and got himself some Game Boy Color games and a Game Boy Advance SpongeBob SquarePants. This young man knows what he likes and he knows where to get it. And a hide-and-seek world champion sign. <laughs> Ha-ha! Now I understand. With a Sasquatch on the front. A.K.A. the Yeti. Uh, he's got a Retron um, game console. So I think that's one of those that you can play various retro titles yes, on. Yes, it um, is. Yeah, I've always been interested in those. I wonder sort of how they run. Interested, if any, any listeners have played them, let us know. or slightly intrigued. Slightly intrigued. Let's not go crazy. Let's get the facts on the show. Daddy Zilla's also picked up what looks to be (laughs) (laughs) one of those cheap LCD (laughs) games, Tiger Electronics. The name escaped me there for a moment. But copy Street Fighter 2. I can imagine that probably plays as well as the copy of Street Fighter 2 we've got for the Hot Point uh, washing machine down yeah. in the laundry room. <laughs> yeah. I bet that's great. He's got a Menace cartridge for the Sega Genesis yes. as well. Uh, Sonic 2, NBA Jam, absolutely cracking game. If you haven't played that, you need it. Uh, Star Wars Road Squadron. What's that game he's got there? Double Dragon 3. Uh, Friday the 13th on PS4. Great game. Um Got himself Wii Fit Plus, uh, a Bart Simpson tin can, money box. Don't forget, though, he's only got himself a watermelon. <laughs> Out for the family shop and end up coming back with uh, Hang on a, minute. a selection of games. I was beginning to think that the uh, the bailiffs had been around Oscat because he's overreached himself <laughs> and uh, re-secured most of his recent purchases. But everything's safe down at Ozcat Towers, just for those listeners that might be concerned for his safety. And his collection is also safe. It sounds like he's going to be returning to streaming on Twitch. So, um, yeah, hope he does. And uh, Looks like he's go using that out. newly acquired copy of Team Sonic Racing we talked about last week. I wonder if he went the extra mile and got on contact with uh, whoever it was, Retro Gamer Thomas, I believe, and they had an online game together. Um, last... Last couple, Tom, I think, before we switch into the big man ourselves. Retro Gamer Thomas got some, I was about to say fizzy pops, Tom. But some I of that think they're uh, craft, some of them craft too ales. cool for school craft yes. ales. Uh, game Collector Decimal 75's pretty much gone out and thrown down on the full Connect, connect 
experience, game bundle they? for the original 360. Retrovisions has um, got themselves uh, telegame Superman and Sword Quest Waterworld. Which, unfortunately, before you get excited, that's not Waterworld starring Kevin Costner, Tom. Damn. Uh, a Sword Quest version, which predates the real Waterworld, as we call it, by probably about 15 years. Daddy Zilla again. And I think that's the full turn of the listener's Stingray, Tom. Yeah, I think Once we've hopefully again, fitted all of you in hang there. Hang on even. a minute. Where? I know Mumsy's actually into Lord Ponsonberry. But what about our personally adopted grandfather? He's mysteriously absent, Tom. He is. What's he been doing this week? What's he got? Nothing. He's quiet. All quiet. quiet. No pickups. I'm a little concerned. We are. Chris McClum, big fan of the show. He needs to let us... We're concerned. He's not had a pickup, Tom. That either means he's fallen, he's older than us, that's why he's had that, <laughs> right? He's had a slip in the bathroom and he can't reach the safety cord, or he doesn't love us anymore. One of those is a savable opportunity, Tom. Yeah. The one where he's been laid prone in his bathroom for two days. The other one, probably not. I'm hoping on the latter. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd rather him have a four than, than not Oh, right, I, I, thought, I thought the latter option I presented was that he didn't like the show anymore. No, I think... You're hoping I, I, I think, in a nice way that he's had a four. Yeah, and, and he's, <laughs> he's, he's just resting up, uh, catching up on all the previous episodes, and uh, yeah, it, Tom, the, the love's still there. He's still a little bit distance away. Hopefully enough time for me to fill you in on the gossip in the village. Tom, oh, no. this week... Not again. He's not been round all week because I heard on the grapevine down at the Wagon and Horses car park. I was out there, lent up the wall in the smoking area. I wasn't smoking. I was after fresh air. I went outside <laughs> for it and made the ultimate mistake. I ended up in the smokers area. But John from the newsagents, the guy who runs the night shift, the guy who unpacks the papers ready for Andrew, the paper boy, to deliver on an early morning... He tells me, Stingray's been in Cleethorpes this week. I see. Yes. CSA's caught up with him. Oh, now, dear. you know the blonde-haired kid in the village, about 14-year-old, kind of... Wayne? Yeah. It, he yeah. was born exactly nine months after the big party in the village where yeah. Stingray... And, Ro- and Roxanne, Roxanne was it? Yeah. from Blockbuster previous yeah. got it on. Oh, CSA's yeah. caught up with I've him. heard that rumour. Failed, uh, uh, well, passed, should we say. Congratulations, Stingray. <laughs> a paternity test. Oh. But he's manned up. He's took the boy for all those belated his holidays. Wing. He's took him, Cleethorpes. He's took him, Butlins, Tom. I see. That's it. He's a, he's a, secretly, he's a good man, I think. Tom. You won't want to mess with Wayne either. You won't want to mess with Wayne Ray. Wayne Ray. He's got that. He's got, look he's, got in his the, he's got the he's got the legal name, is he? He's not a he's not a he has Wayne now. Snow. He's, he's not a, he's, a, he's Wayne not Wayne Ray. Snow anymore since that test Legit, came back. Legitimized. He's been this is my boy. He's bought him a little denim jacket. He's bought him some denim trousers. 
He's gotten some brute. I was speaking to Pauline down and the hairdressers. He's, 14, he's, he's got, got him, a perm. He's, he's, got, a perm. he's got, got perm. And he's got him started on the Lamberts. Uh, okay. <laughs> we can't condone that no. here. But Stingray can make his own choices. Yeah. As can Wayne. Maybe they just rolled up bits of paper with some grass in them. Sweet ones. Sweetie yeah. ones. Yes. 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 That's exactly what they are. Now, he's a dedicated father, Tom. But as you can hear, as he roars, he roars up the drive, Tom. He's dedicated to making sure this thing gets rented. That's why streaming will never beat Stingray. No. Because he's always online. I see he's got a, a booster seat in the back. I, I think Wayne's too big for that. He must have Wayne takes been unsure after his of mom. his age. Wayne takes after his mum. He's not. Te- she's not technically a little person, but she just shadows that line. Yes. Okay, so Wayne's Wayne's challenged vertically. Shall we say that? Uh, what's time, Tom? As he's here, boots popped. He's waiting. He's bored. He's got fish and chips going cold in Cleethorpes. What's nestled in what we affectionately call Stingray's boot between some counterfeit nappies and a dodgy copy of Battle of Endor this week? These are the new release highlights for this week, May twenty seventh, June second, twenty nineteen. The listeners. These are out on digital or physical, or will be by the time this podcast is in your feed, but could be region-dependent. Tom, in and out of the Stingray intro, not a mark on me. Bulletproof. (laughs) On that note, feeling brave, I'm going to tear straight in. Constructor Plus, out on the PC. If you've got a 4X6 compatible gaming PC, I'm sure Constructor Plus would be your game of choice. May 27th, Constructor Plus is the definitive building simulation for the modern-day tycoon. Build your dream town full of crackpot undesirables, businesses and quirky tenants while fending off your rivals in the eagerly awaited sequel to Constructor HD with almost three times more content. Tom, building just got bigger. Nah, not interested in that one. That's Please tell me that's mummy. not your mummy mummy either. No, well, I'm going to save my mummy mummy for this one. Oh, because I know Lord Pontenbridge. Looks like we're the same. He loves cricket. So I'm going to get myself a copy of that. Oh, just to get in there. To the guy yeah. that pays. So you're not going to be, we're not going to be doing the multiplayer with each other. You're going to be doing it with just, him. Just listen to the sacrifice. Oh. I'm going to get close to the guy that's paying for the show. Ah, see. Falling on the sword, as I He's going to take you in like Anakin Skywalker to the Emperor. Mm. Although we know how that turned out, so... Yeah, don't... Don't mess with electricity, guys. It's dangerous. Yes. Go on then, Tom. Uh, Okay, then. Well, this will be both of our mummy mummies. Um, (laughs) It's uh, Cricket 19, the official game of the Ashes. It's out on PS4, Xbox and Switch. Uh, I didn't realise it's out on Switch. That's cool. Uh, May twenty eighth. Sometimes I okay. make this up. Right, it's definitely on Switch. I'm gonna. It's gonna be another one of those George facts, Tom. Out of the out one of the thing, book. this this episode will be remembered for is facts. Facts. Good. Uh, lead your team to international glory with Cricket Nineteen, the truly global cricket simulation from Bing, Big Ant Studios, the leading name in authentic, realistic cricket action. Cricket 19 allows you to take control of your team from club through national level and lead them to T20, ODI or Test Match Glory. Wow, okay. Yeah. That's how it looks very realistic, doesn't it, in the videos? Actually, Tom, 
who am I kidding? That's not my mummy mummy. There's something hidden within here that's my mummy <laughs> mummy. And I don't care if Lord Ponsonbrook is involved or not. You're gonna oh, have, I've seen that. You're going to have to take the big boy pills. That's yeah. your mummy mummy. This isn't my mummy mummy, but I'm going to talk about it for probably 20 seconds. Layers of Fear 2, PC, PS4, Xbox, May 28th. See what we're doing there? These come out in order. Layers of Fear 2 is a first-person psychological horror game with an emphasis on exploration and story. Players control a Hollywood actor who heeds the call of an enigmatic director to take on the lead role in a film shot aboard an ocean liner. Beware, for all may not truly be what it seems. Tom, that intrigues me. Not enough. (laughs) What's next? (laughs) Uh, Oxygen not included, out on PC, May 28th. Uh, 486 gaming PCs may apply. Oxygen Not Included is a space colony simulation game. Deep inside an alien space rock, your industrious crew will need to master science, overcome strange new life forms, and harness incredible space tech to survive and possibly thrive. Ooh. Now, Tom. Here it is. I saved it. This looks pretty awesome. It does, actually. Blood and Truth, PSVR, May 29th. Put on your PSVR headset. Hang on a minute. Put in your teeth. And put on your PSVR headset. And become elite Special Forces soldier Ryan Marks in a hard-hitting shooter with all the explosive action and drama of a Hollywood blockbuster. Inspired by PlayStation VR World's massively popular The Landing Heist experience, full of epic gunplay, explosive set pieces... This exhilarating adventure fires you into a desperate mission to save Mark's loved ones from a cold-blooded criminal overlord. Use your special training to scale buildings, infiltrate secret facilities, and wreak havoc using a variety of powerful firearms against countless armed thugs. Are you saying Hollywood Blockbuster or EastEnders one-hour special? Mm, well, blood and truth would have us believe it was a Hollywood blockbuster, but I've got a funny <laughs> feeling this is a little bit more Super Army Phil Soldier <laughs> than, <laughs> than SAS. Uh, but, you okay. know, I've seen what I've seen looks very fun. Yeah, no, it does. In the yeah. end, loading them in the gun I think you can down. like load in a, a single bullet as well, you know, into like the chamber. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure I've seen or heard. Someone's like, you can chuck a bullet up like that. I've definitely heard the magazine. The most was. concrete of information. <laughs> yeah. I think I heard someone say, you know, Stingray's looking bored. My uncle works for PSVR. Okay. One of those t- sorts of rumours. <laughs> um, Dragon. Now, let me just say. Before we move on. I was loose up? with the other PC game on here. It intrigues me, but not enough. Dragon. Dragon intrigues me. Tell me about it. Dragon is a single-player, first-player fjord noir. Let's start again. <laughs> I was always going to fall in love with this game, Tom. Dragon is a single-player, first-person fjord noir mystery set in the 1920s Norway. Explore a picturesque coastal community in your search for your missing sister, accompanied by your gregarious and enig- enigmatic young ward. Oh, that sounds interesting. <laughs> Tom's sweat is finished <laughs> dripping from his brow the first sentence 
of the Fjord Noir mystery made his knees crack louder together than a squadron of tornadoes overflying a bombing zone. That's why I sleepily passed it to you, because I was reading that and I was going, hmm. Well, while I've got my teeth in then, it's on the switch. Let me take this one. Let me see where I can redeem myself. Tippy Cup Simulator on the Switch. <laughs> Terra Tech on the Switch, May 29th. Explore, build, craft and battle across alien worlds in the physics-based construction sandbox adventure. Design cars, tanks and planes from a huge library of blocks. Scavenge, craft and buy new parts in order to survive and become the ultimate planetary prospector. Single-player modes include fighting enemies, complete missions and work your way up the ranks in campaign. Explore and build with or without the threat of enemies in creative. Build the fastest tech you can and beat your previous race time in Gauntlet. So, lots of different modes there in Terra Tech on the Switch. What we got next? Um, sound very excited about that title <laughs> creeping onto the Switch. Up next, Conan Unconquered. Been spending my whole time on the green screen this week, Tom, so let's make a habit of it. May 30th. <laughs> build your stronghold and assemble an unconquerable army to survive the savage hordes in this real time survival strategy game set in the world of Conan the Barbarian, developed by the Command and Conquer veterans at Petroglyph. Ooh. Now, Tom, fans of the show and my good self, real time strategy. Episode 9, we're thinking, hang on a minute, <laughs> we've heard all this talk from Tom this week. The guys from Command and Conquer have brought out a new game called Conan Unconquered. Tom just passes you by. I know. I like don't know. That one slipped under the radar. For our journey down the M25. I think we need to get the green scheme a bit souped up so we can run that. I think I'd like that. I think we need to take the cord from the green screen, tape it to your toes, turn it on. <laughs> Tom. Probably the best end. Take us to the bridge, my friend. Uh, Trover Saves the Universe, uh, out on PS4 and PSVR, May 31st. Your dogs have been dognapped by a, a beaked lunatic named Glorcon, who stuffed them into his eye holes and is using their life essence to destroy the universe. Is this this is bizarre? I was going to say you're partnered. This isn't with... a real game. This is the <laughs> plan to trip you up. <laughs> you're partnered with Trover, a little purple eye eye hole monster. Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> Keep it together. Keep it together. It's already a very long show. Keep it together, please. Uh, who it's is a it? PG podcast. No one knows what a purple eye hole monster is, Tom. Who isn't a huge it's fan? Not that. <laughs> no. All that. He isn't a huge fan. And it's fan. definitely not that. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's Trover Saves the Universe. Yeah. <laughs> Probably best leave that there on a PG podcast. <laughs> anyway, the little purple eye hole monsters looking to jump all over the PS4 and PSVR. Because if you, <laughs> if you can't get enough of him 2D, you're going to get a hell of a lot of him 3D. May 31st. <laughs> Tom... Before we slip away into what's rapidly approaching a two-hour podcast, let's not let the fans not forget they get quality here, <laughs> not quantity. Really? Well, maybe they don't get either. <laughs> if they've made it this far, can we ask them to pop on whatever you've been hopped on? You've already wasted enough time on these two chumps. You might as well waste a little bit more. Leave us a review. Recommend us to a friend. Drop some five-star stuff all over the place for us. We'd really appreciate that. If you don't feel any love towards us, 
we wish you well and you probably do well to find a new gaming podcast. Tom, before we round up, let's nibble on the mint, have a look at the bill and ask each other what you open to play. Well, this is a tough one this week. I've finished Days Gone. Um, so, maybe going to... I don't think it's that difficult. Yeah, but I, I've been playing it. For, you bought, it's, it's, you it's, played. Oh, yeah, wink, wink, looking at me like The Order, oh, 1886. Yeah. Like All it's just dressed not there. up, nowhere to go. It's round the orders, L.A. Noir, Alan Wake. Get to know it. Oh. It might tell you something. You might learn something from I really should just download Hellblade. That moment where they all it's... charge forward, knights together, telling you, Tom, Mummy's going to need to clean down after that. I think that's... Get to that <laughs> bit, and then we can talk. Okay. If you don't like it, then put it down. I never will. You never will. Put it down. Okay. How about yourself? What I'm going to be playing? hoping to have a little bit more shenanigans with Shakedown Hawaii. Uh-huh. Um, thoroughly enjoying that and it looks to me I don't know if it's got a platinum actually I think it's just got gold, silvers and, and bronzes but they look achievable so I might try and finish that and wrap it up and Tom much as I want to wrap up Shakedown Hawaii it's time it's that time of the week so we have time for this week, listeners. And as always, thank you for your time. And we look forward to the pleasure of speaking to you again next week. Until then, happy gaming. And remember, there's nothing wrong begin with being given the unofficial controller. It's what you do with it that counts. Goodbye, Tom. Cheerio. 